Hey, welcome everybody. This is your psychic Christine Wallace. I hope you're taking out the opportunity to check out my website, trustedpsychicadvisor.com. And again, that's trusted psychic advisor with an OR, not an ER. So trustedpsychicadvisor.com. I want to thank all of you for listening in. I would love for you guys to go ahead and read a lot of my blog post talking about soulmates, how crystals help people, the power of manifesting. Yeah, I think a lot of us don't realize how much power we have over our lives and sometimes obviously influencing the lives of other people as well. Our words have power. Our thoughts have power. Stuff we do is in fact meaningful. For every action, obviously there is a reaction. So, for example, if you're thinking really negatively all the time and you have lots and lots and lots of negative intrusive thoughts, your body is going to take a physical reaction to that. It starts to create uh, depression. It starts to create uh, anxiety, obviously, you know, because we start to feel like we're not in control and all of that uh, stuff. And that's another thing, control. So the thing it is, the thing is about control is the ego wishes to control everything. Okay. We don't like feeling vulnerable. We wish to control everything. And where that stems from is actually the ego. If we think about it, uh, the best example I can possibly give you is imagine a baby crying for their baby bottle, okay? And the baby's crying and mom is, you know, wants to get ready and give the baby a bottle because obviously the baby is hungry, but the baby is kind of like in this crying and primitive rage. <laughs> so to speak. And that's because the baby doesn't understand completely the concept of time. You know, if that baby knew that in a, about a minute or less that mom is going to surface with that baby bottle, they would stop crying, you know, after sending out the first signal. But because there's no real comprehension of time, and also primitive rage stems from I want what I want and I want it now. So at the end of the day, the feeling of us wanting to be or having so much control or wanting what we want and I want it now is kind of like, a, like an emotional setback of sorts. Because having patience is obviously kind of like adulting and accepting that, you know, 
bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people sometimes. There are certain things that are obviously outside of our control, okay? And we just have to accept that. And once we learn acceptance, then we'll be all right if we can just accept that some things in life are outside of our control. I mean, if you really want to bring it down to the nitty-gritty, in time, everything changes. You know, so let's say, for example, I wake up and I put my shoes on and I tie my shoelaces, which I think I have control over, whether my shoelaces are tied or not, eventually, at some point, they will loosen up and open up sooner or later without me trying to open them. In enough time, the shoes themselves could just, you know, fall apart. So at the end of the day, I only have control as to whether my shoes are tied or not for a certain period of time. So that's another thing that we need to learn to embrace in life as well. Everything changes, but as human beings, again, this is our ego speaking to us, we wish for things to stay as long as we want them to stay or as long as we like for as long as we want. When we're in a good position in life and when we're feeling good and happy, we want that to go on forever if we have that kind of power. But do we really have that kind of power? Something could happen, God forbid, you know? Uh, maybe lose a job, uh, maybe, you know, get a phone call that someone's had an accident or a relative has passed away, God forbid. And that could definitely, you know, put us in, in a bad mood and us to have a negative reaction. So yet again, this is something that's outside of our control. Okay. We can't, control a whole lot, but that stems from the ego, which as I mentioned earlier, the ego is essentially emotionally immature to have an expectation to have total control and for things to stay the way we like them for as long as we want. And should we change our minds and not like a situation, we wish to end it whenever we wish to. <laughs> so, like I said, let's look at things in reality. Do we have that kind of power? Uh, I think we have the power to influence things, but I don't feel that we have control. And if we do have some control over something, it's only going to last for a certain period of time. So the bottom line of what it is that I'm trying to say here is wanting to have control, not embracing change, that everything changes sooner or later, is stemming from the ego and pride before the fall. 
So with that being said, and everybody that's listening here right now, by the way, thank you for listening, knows that what I just said is 110% true. I don't think that there's anyone listening in that could say otherwise. But if you do have a different opinion on this subject, don't hesitate to leave a comment. So moving forward, let's get to Buddha and the Four Noble Truths. So one of the Noble Truths, which I find the Four Noble Truths to be very brilliant, because yet again, these are undeniable truths. So the Buddha says that in life, there is suffering. We are all suffering. And we're all suffering big time. Now, some of us that are more up in our age take things a lot less seriously as we get older and wiser. And, you know, it's kind of like a, a been there, done that. But then we can turn around and look at a teenager. And this teenager, their relationship broke up with someone and they're floored and they're devastated. And we're kind of just looking at them, you know, knowing very confidently that this is going to pass and it's okay and, you know, get back on the horse and all of that. But whatever is troubling us, what we consider to be a big problem and we're really suffering, that teenager with less wisdom and less experience feels that tremendous amount of suffering as well. So with that being said, what we think is a little problem to us is a very big problem to the next person and so on and so on, right? And also many of us react differently to situations that occur in our lives. Not all of us respond to situations in the same way, suffering situations. But back to my point, the Buddha says that in life there is suffering. He even goes as far as to say life in and of itself is a series of lots of suffering. And yeah, we all have problems. So the Buddha goes to search for why. He went on to search for why are we all suffering. And the second noble truth is attachments. We, as human beings, get attached. We get attached to ideas. We get attached to people. We get attached to material possessions. We get attached to almost anything, really. I mean, depending on who you ask, if there is someone suffering, usually the cause of it is attachment. So... After listening to this, think of anyone you know, including yourself, and when you think about what the root source of this suffering is, you will understand that the root of this is attachment. So if you think about people that are grieving, or someone that has passed away, a family member, a partner, whatever the case may be, this person is suffering because they don't want that to happen. They didn't want to lose this person. 
but it did happen and we were attached to that person and we like that person and we want this person to stick around okay again that is the combination of everything i just said ego attachment not accepting change and again like i said it's an attachment so we can also get attached to ideas as well for example at this time in my life i should have this that and the other thing i should have been married i should have had a couple of kids i should have had my own business by this time in my life i should be a property owner and so on and so on and we get attached to that idea because here in this country in america this is what society laid out as to what our expectations should be not necessarily that we want these things i mean it all sounds good on paper but this is an expectation of what society has laid upon us or maybe a culture has laid upon us it doesn't necessarily have to be those specific uh, things that I just mentioned, but in many cultures, there are certain expectations that are placed upon us and we get attached to this idea in our minds and yet again, ta-da, we are suffering because we feel like sometimes we are not reaching certain milestones okay especially when you know my cousin did this or my friend has got that and also we keep comparing ourselves to other people again the root of it is attachment so let's go back again just a little refresher in life there is suffering second noble truth the cause of our suffering is the attachment okay so now let's move on to the third noble truth. The third noble truth is telling us that all of this, these two that I just mentioned, are all the result of the, yet again, immature, emotionally immature ego and the want to have control of everything <laughs> it sounds weird when you just say it like that but at the end of the day this is pretty much what we want to do in one way or another and pride before the fall right guys so ego is not a friend when it gets obviously completely out of balance so sh should i sit here and say that an ego is completely bad uh like i said there's a healthy amount of ego i mean i don't know if they necessarily belong in the sa same box but your feelings are important you know they're valid you need to have self-love so let's not twist and turn this in like not having any feelings for yourself whatsoever 
because you do have to have, and even so, there's a health, something called a healthy amount of narcissism, which means I think about myself, I care about myself, I'm concerned about myself, and I'm concerned about how I'm, how I'm treated. So that's the healthy amount, right? So like I said, the third noble truth is obviously, you know, the ego. Number four is, so what is the cure for the suffering? Buddha goes out and continues his hunt. <laughs> and these are all the things, by the way, that the Buddha discovered during his meditation. And the solution to the problem is accepting and embracing change. Nothing lasts forever, guys. Everything is born. Everything eventually dies. Living, life, death is a part of the circle, as we all know, okay? And, uh, you know, things, everything changes. People change, okay? Uh, circumstances are changing all the time. Countries are changing all the time. You know, there's always something happening, obviously. And we need to accept it. So we need acceptance. We also need to know that there are many things in life that we can't do anything about. So that is the acceptance, okay? And if the root of the suffering is attachment, the solution to that is very obvious. Just yet again, accept, embrace, and know that everything is happening for a reason. This is now where trust comes in, okay? Everything comes into our lives, whatever it may be, to move us into the greater good. So the cure to the problem is let's not get attached. And when something changes for us to know, like for example, even a breakup, so the relationship didn't last. For many people, obviously, and, and normally are very devastated when a breakup happens or they lose a loved one, okay? It's normal to grieve, it's normal to be sad and all of that stuff, but it happens. And sadly, sometimes sooner rather than later, but that's something we're all gonna have to go through, either losing a loved one or our lives ending at some point. We are not the ones necessarily to call the shots on who lives and who dies and when, right? We can cry about it. We can grieve the loss. We can miss the person. But acceptance and not getting attached to a vision, for example, the vision of 
two people are going to be together forever and live into their old age. And the reason that I'm bringing this up, because I do have a client who recently lost their spouse to murder, sadly. And maybe one day with her permission, I can uh, tell you more about what happened, but I'm not going to get into that without her consent. So with that being said, you know, she had felt for the longest time that she would lose her spouse. Not knowing how, when, or why, but she kept having a feeling. Okay. And then one day he was murdered. Young man, happy life, children. It was a good life. And of course, she's devastated, devastated, especially as to how it all went down. Okay. And the lesson here is exactly the stuff that I've been talking about. The attachment to the idea that We'll live long together, we'll grow old together, and having this picture-perfect vision in your mind, and that's an attachment to an idea, but in some cases, the universe has a very different plan. And while we will never, almost never know what exactly the universe has planned, I have always found, after 30 years of doing my work as a psychic, as a healer, as a spiritualist, I have always found that in time, there's an answer. The answer does come up. Why this happened, why that happened, and in many cases, it's for all of us to learn something or believe it or not, in these terrible situations, something, sometimes something good manifests from it. As hard as that might be to believe, in enough time, we will all understand why. Right? So... That, that, that's what's going to happen. I mean, even if you sit down and reflect on some events that happened in the past, somewhere in that situation, you will find that something good had come out of it. So this is why I'm saying trust in the universe. This is why there's power in prayer. This is why thinking positively, speaking abundance, having a positive attitude, are also very important because as much as stuff as is out of our control we also have to understand that we are dependent on the universe so therefore we should be leaning in to prayer we should be leaning in to speaking good things like whatever comes out of your mouth, whatever your thoughts are, you need to try to get rid of that negativity and start replacing it with something else 
so that what's coming out of you is positive energy. And this way, hopefully, the universe will rise up to protect us or support us. Not to say that that's any kind of a guarantee, but it's something. And I have in my life, like I said, over 30 years of doing this kind of work, I've seen a lot of miracles. And I know anyone who is listening to this right now has probably had some miraculous, logically unexplainable things happen. So we have to believe in order to receive. So I hope you enjoyed me explaining to all of you uh, the Four Noble Truths of Buddhism, and I hope that this is helping you and, and registering if you are going through something in your life right now that is causing you to suffer or to feel pain or hurt of rejection or whatever the case may be, always remember, this too shall pass. And the older we get and the wisdom starts coming in, because I'm now up in my age. <laughs> I'm in the golden years. So, and obviously have lots and lots and lots of life experience. And when you reach this age in life, you do ultimately learn to have more acceptance. You know that not all relationships last. You learn that people don't live forever. Sometimes people are passing very young, sometimes surprisingly old. And you start to kind of, you know, it's weird to say, but only the word attachment. It Maybe that's not the perfect word for what I'm trying to say, but attachment is the only thing that I can think of that applies. So being disattached doesn't necessarily mean being disengaged or indifferent. As a matter of fact, the opposite is true because every relationship that we have we will learn to be more grateful because we know that nothing lasts forever. We'll probably say more I love yous as a result. We'll probably speak a lot of good things as a result whenever an opportunity should arise. Sometimes we'll make opportunities, okay? And just generally be a more positive person and being more present and living in the moment. As beneficial as it is to have a psychic reading done, learning past, present, future, we just have the present. This is all we have is now, okay? The past is past. And the future has not come around yet. So therefore, what we know is only today, only this moment, right? So with that being said, and in conclusion of everything I said earlier, 
You have to live your best life now. And so many people are putting off what makes them happy for a later date. Think about that one. I'm going to do work, 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 take no time for myself, work, 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 becoming a workaholic because I'll take a vacation some other day, sometime in the future. I'll do it later. I'll get my nails done later. Well, maybe I'll go and have a nice dinner later. Well, maybe I'll go see that country in about 10 years. Whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, it, all we have is the now, right? So we need to live our best life now. And we can do little things every day that bring us happiness and that bring us joy. Every day. I highly encourage you to do something you enjoy, even if it's the smallest thing in the world, like taking a bath. If you love taking a bath, do it. <laughs> Just do it, okay? And uh, moving forward, uh, I am having a cacao ceremony that's going to be going on Sunday, June the 3rd at 4 p.m. at my location, 7156 Thornton Avenue, Newark, California. Okay, please go to my website, trustedpsychicadvisor.com or search my name Christine Wallace and I would if you're in the uh, Northern California Bay Area or you know whoever you are wherever you are you can fly in of course if you want to uh, and get tickets for this upcoming event June 3rd right now I have an early bird special going on if you go to my website and go to the events page you can purchase tickets I also um, have a link on Eventbrite as well. So I will probably go ahead and put this in uh, the comments uh, wherever I write on this thing. Uh, I'll add the links to go ahead for you guys to be able to check it out. My other plan is, is that soon I will also be doing yoga classes as well. By the way, the ceremony, the cacao ceremony, the yoga classes is going to be an outdoor thing during obviously the summer and then eventually I'll move it indoors. But for now, it's it's going to be uh, two days out of the week. We're going to have one afternoon class, one evening class. So be sure to subscribe when you go to my website to my newsletter so that way you can be able to do, you know, no, uh, you can receive notifications of whatever it is that I have going on. Soon I also plan to have a psychic fair event as well and uh, tarot and tea parties and we're going to be doing a, a lot of fun stuff. And if you wanted any help, guidance, advice from me, if you're going through something in your life right now that's very challenging and you need some guidance and advice, please don't hesitate to reach out. I do a lot more than just provide psychic readings for people. I have many other options as well for healing and clearing out negative energy and helping you to get life in order. 
okay? So reach out to me and uh, I will do whatever is in my power. I would also like for you to check out reviews from other people. As well, if you go to my website on the reviews page, you're going to go ahead and see that. So my phone number is 855-70-TAROT, T-A-R-O-T, 855-70-T-A-R-O-T. So 855-70-TAROT. Thank you all so very much. I am also soon going to be getting some interviews with spiritualists and sharing information with all of you as well because I also want you to have as much information as you can about getting life on track and remember ladies and gentlemen mind body and spirit if you are too much in your head like many of you are that means that you're neglecting your physical body and your spirit so it's a combination of things to feel whole and balanced as much as you're in your head be as much of that in your spirit and also physically take care of your body as much as you're in your head as well and i bet you you're thinking that's going to be some hard working out <laughs> and a lot of prayers and a lot of ceremonies and a lot of rituals that you would have to do to keep up with how your mind is just going and going and going. So again, I want to thank you all very much. Remember, the mind is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. Namaste, everybody. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day.